You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. I got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. It's good to see everybody today. A lot of good uh, wrestling things to go over from this past week. So we're going to go over them. And what better way than to uh, see what we want to highlight from this week's wrestling. All right? The four-way stop. This is what it's about. All right. Let's kick it off with you, Simon Street. Tell us, man, what is your four-way stop you got for tonight? Well, pretty much the four-way stop. Interesting enough, I actually had an opportunity to indulge in a little bit of some impact wrestling. I got lucky and was hanging out with somebody who actually had it on, and I watched it. And um, I got a chance to see uh, Rizzo versus Alexander for um, the ROH championship. It was pure rules, Uh, you know, ROH pure rules. And I haven't seen it in a while since literally last time I've talked about it. It had to be about a good four or five months. And it was entertaining from start to finish. And it kind of went along the lines of what you were talking about last week, Impact, of, you know, ROH, you know, defending the title or, or you know, doing work on Impact. And um, I really enjoyed it from start to finish. I, I couldn't turn away and ended up watching the whole program. It was just really cool. Um, happy to see that, you know, from everything from the invasion that's still continuing to happen to, um, you know, different, uh, you know, talent that's actually active. They're not just showing up on cameos. They're actually active on the roster, which is cool. And I really enjoyed it. Okay. Good stuff, good stuff. Let me go over to you, Sin City. Steve, what do you got, man? What was your highlight this week? I'll tell you, man. Um, this week, it, it, it was a couple of different things. Uh, the biggest thing being John Moxley. Um, obviously, we all know... Uh, about his journey. Um, he had a great promo to kick off Dynamite. And the fact is, like, it, it's it's unbelievable just what getting away from alcohol can do for somebody. Mm-hmm. The guy looked 10 years younger. He looked so much healthier. And quite frankly, he, uh, he said that all that he drinks now is blood. So uh, I wonder if we're going to be getting a, uh, you know, a retread of the Shayna Baszler failed vampire gimmick from Raw. That was a joke, but in any event, um, no, I, I think that I think Moxley is, you know, took the time to be able to refocus and and uh, actually find his core and find his center and find the reason why he does this. Mm-hmm. And uh, big props to him for for tackling a demon that he's been facing for a long time. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I got to give a shout out to uh, Jonathan Gresham. Um, Jonathan Gresham and, uh, you know, that pure rules championship match, uh, as you had mentioned, Simon, uh, I have to echo your point on that. Um, it's great that more people are going to be able to see just how good Jonathan Gresham is in the ring. 
Um, and this this week's match on Impact just continued to prove that. So yeah, all in all, solid stuff. But those two those two were my uh, my standouts for sure. All right, all right. Let's go over to you, Mister Matt Michaels. What stood out for you? I got to say that Walter versus Roderick Strong was uh, probably one of the best. Well, it was the best match of the week. I, I'm sorry. Um, there's nothing out there that compared. Those two just worked their asses off. And then um, we also, you know, get to be part of this historic moment in which Walter calls himself Gunther. And no one really knows if that's going to stick because of the World War II Nazi Gunther that they were trademarking. So it gets all weird there, but uh, (laughs) but the match was great. Was Um, was that a weird? (laughs) And then uh, you also have to uh, give a little credit this week to Austin Theory and Finn Balor, which was another solid match. Um, Moving along Austin really nicely. And, uh, you know, Finn, you can't go wrong. And this is why they need some of those veteran guys uh, to still be around and, you know, bigger guys, uh, you know, name-wise, to help some of these younger guys get over. Um, Seth versus Lashley was a great setup with the Usos coming in um, that, you know, led nicely into the SmackDown uh, and that whole challenge on SmackDown for uh, Seth to... uh, you know, still maintain his title uh, opportunity uh, was was great. So a nice storyline going from Raw to SmackDown, proving that they can do Raw to SmackDown storylines. So maybe we should back off of these brands again, because I think the brands are kind of silly right now. So that's uh, what we're looking at. And finally, Alexa Bliss, got to love her therapy, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, it just makes her more attractive when she's more nuts. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. I got to give it to you there. Listen, um, I have to agree with you, Matt Michaels. Uh, the, the Roderick Strong and Walter was mine. I tell you, this is how it's supposed to be when you have someone that's the size of Roderick going against someone as, as dominant and as big as Walter. You automatically look at this match as there is no way that Roderick is going to even come close. Yet, he was taking it to Walter constantly to the point. I mean, he ran to the rope, hit him with an elbow, ran to the other side of the rope, hit him with the elbow, went to the other side of the rope, hit him with the elbow. And then when he went to the other side of the rope, yeah, Walter must, he, he, he dodged it, but then he got kicked and he was on his knee. I mean, it was great. That right there is the type, is the way you do it, and it makes it believable. Because although we knew that Walter was more likely was going to win the match, you're going, well, is he? <laughs> because that's the way it was really being told in the ring. Absolutely. And shout out to Diamond Mine. I, I was like, boy, that would be great if they did pull out three of those matches. But they won two other matches during the night. It was definitely uh, my highlight of the week, too. And it was tough. I was trying to figure out, you know, what else uh, could compete to that. But that right there was definitely it. So that is mine. I got 30 seconds left. Anybody want to say something in that? <laughs> uh, I just a, sh- a shout out to Jade wanting to uh, tie a brick to the uh, greetings to uh, Mr. Edge at <laughs> Royal Rumble that Chris is offering up. So <laughs> poor Edge. Poor Edge. 
<laughs> oh God. All right. Let's get into our uh our too sweet for the week. All right, let me start with you, Sin City, Steve. Who won this week for you? Well, it, we briefly touched on it, um, but quite frankly, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. um, they get my two sweet for the week. Um, they didn't just execute on one show. They executed <laughs> across the board on more than one show. Right. And the thing is, building depth of character. Um, obviously, you know, it... it the pairing at first, I was kind of unsure how things would shake out. And, you know, the fact that they were doing essentially the same, you know, the same type of a storyline on both shows, I was kind of unsure thinking that it was just going to be repetitive and, you know, that I would lose interest. But no, these guys work extremely well together. And I, I really think that it just goes to show whether it's alongside of El Generico whether it's alongside of Chris Jericho or now whether it's alongside of Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens needs somebody to get the fullest extent of his character and to bring out every good thing that he can do. He has to have somebody to play off of. And they've definitely hit a home run pairing him up with somebody like Seth Rollins. And yeah, just give me more of that. I, I don't know why, why I even went into it having the apprehension that I did, but now I feel really stupid for doing so. Um, <laughs> and again, I, I did mention it in the four-way stop, but again, John Moxley. Um, Mox is, you know, he, he's been one of my favorite wrestlers to watch for a long time. Obviously, I'm originally from the Cincinnati area, mm-hmm. um, so he was kind of, uh, you know, uh, a great icon for me to watch uh, as he was coming up through CZW. I even saw the guy wrestle in front of about 20 people on the indies and he just continues to reinvent himself. Hopefully he can keep it going, man. Um, and just have another chapter. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Let me go over to you, Simon street. What was your too sweet for the week? Well, mine was too sweet, not because of the match that he was in, okay. but because I ain't seen him for a while. And he was definitely somebody who I, used to watch um, back in the day, you know, with, uh, you know, Kurt Angle, Shelton Benjamin, and that is Charlie Haas. Yes. On impact wrestling, Mm -hmm. Charlie Haas came back. Now, mind you, he definitely looked like he aged unlike fine wine, but he still held his own. He still had a lot of those moves that he had. He was able to pull off a couple of suplexes um, going up against Josh Alexander. That was actually a decent match. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know what they have, you know, in store for uh, the Haas, uh, but I was happy to kind of see him. It, it brought back for me some nostalgia um, into somebody that I know many, like three, four years ago, we had talked about it right around this time when Rumbles were talking about. Mm-hmm. We talked about, man, that would be so cool if, if right around the time, I think, when Shelton Benjamin was kind of re-emerging in the WWE, we were like, man, wouldn't that be so cool if they got together? And this is before Kurt Angle... Uh, you know, uh, botched his own uh, retirement uh, last match in WWE. So it was good to see, uh, 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 you know, Charlie Haas. Um, I wish him the best of luck. I would like to see uh, another match. Um, hopefully he'll get a little bit more uh, season because he was definitely a little rusty. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty cool to see parts of your nostalgia when it comes out. You know, I almost feel a little bit like uh, Matt Michaels whenever he sees a lot of the older wrestlers you know, come out and do something. It's just, it's a nice feeling to see, even if they're not 
the same as what they used to be. It's still fun to see how it's going. So that was pretty much my two sweet for the week. All right, all right. Matt Michaels, tell us, man, who was your two sweet for the week? Uh, well, uh, first off, Simon doesn't know anything about me from listening to the show because <laughs> if an older wrestler comes out nine out of ten times, I'm going to say, what the fuck is this guy doing here? So <laughs> that was the whole purpose why I said it. <laughs> uh, you know, this week uh, I'd say Walter, um, you know, got the uh, not only the publicity for uh, wrestling a good match, but all the crap going around with this name change uh, caught a lot of attention and that's what you do to keep relevant, but also Moxley as well. Um, what's interesting about Moxley though, is that uh, as great as that promo was, uh, we all knew he was coming back already because GCW advertised him before he came out at AEW. So, you know, that's stuff that still needs to be ironed out and, uh, don't miss those opportunities because you you screw your own company by doing that, I think. Um, but almost. Come on. Amos was awesome. The, the destruction of Reggie. <laughs> Reggie fucking jumped off the top rope. And the man caught Reggie like he was a fucking baby. <laughs> it was unreal. Like, if, if a person jumps and, and you're in air, you're going to catch... We're all going to fall. That man probably could have thrown him back over the top rope right out onto the floor. <laughs> That's how strong he is, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. And this is, I think, what we're going to, you know, get a nice taste of because unlike other big guys, he actually can talk. Mm. And uh, obviously, look, Aziz, who gives a shit when he's in the ring? <laughs> but I'm <don't> <laughs> Oh, poor Aziz. All right. Too sweet for the week for me. Comes from Impact Wrestling, Miss Tasha Steeles. Now, she had a, a a match against Chelsea Green, and her finisher was what it sounded like it was called the Crucifix Bomb, maybe? Or at least the Crucifix. That's, that's a finisher, yeah. Okay, it is. Okay. Executed well. The crazy thing about that is that although it makes her look great, Chelsea actually is the one who has to perform that that move perfectly because she's the one that that literally has to leave leave her feet. But 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 the 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 way it was presented, it it, it was done so well that uh, you know shout out to Tasha Steeles for for using that and it was done uh, perfectively. Uh, also. I after that match, she had a great promo against Mickey James because of course she is the number one uh, contender uh, to to win that particular uh, that belt back. So um, she had a, uh, some good words and and eventually got Mickey pissed off. But I gotta tell you, I um, I'm liking what I'm seeing from Tasha Steeles overall. Uh, I think she is going to uh, get to that level. Of of where Mickey is, where Deanna is, and um, you know, I thought she was going to be one of the ones that was just kind of kind of get lost in the shuffle. But you can see that they're they're they see something in her, and she's definitely showing that um, she's got the skills. So she is my too sweet for the week. All right, guys, let's get into our W T. 
F's. All right, I'm going to do something different this time. Mr. Michaels, who was this week's for you, WTF? Well, we got some uh, nice WTFs this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's start with uh, the fact that CM Punk, uh, his ego is WTF (laughs) because uh, Sean Spears uh, was taken down in a matter of uh, instance, uh, what, uh, three (laughs) seconds, seven seconds, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, the chairman. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but, but CM Punk's ego definitely needed that win. So I'm glad he got it. I'm glad he feels good about himself. I'm glad he's taking all that money. He's worth it. Definitely. Uh, the next, uh, I got to say is, um, orange Cassidy's elbow to Britt Baker. What the fuck was that? (laughs) He's coming off the ropes and comes in so slow that it, it was like, as soon as his elbow kind of brushed her, she stopped and then she threw herself back and then the table didn't crack like a table cracks. It looked like it was, it was a table, but it looked like it was a couple cardboard boxes that just went. It was the worst looking (laughs) fucking ring bump I've seen in fucking forever. It's just like, what? And then she's supposed to be dead, right? That's what it was like. He killed her with it right? because everyone was like running over there and Cole, you know, Adam Cole was just so furious and whatnot. Right. It's like, if anyone watches the replay, you'll see that, man, Orange Cassidy, boy, when he really lays that elbow in, Orange Cassidy style, because he started off the match kicking her in the uh, shins. Well, you should have elbowed her in the shins because it was that crappy. And uh, don't forget about the Alpha Academy Af- Academic Challenge. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I, I see, I see. How about you? Uh, let's go to you, Simon Street, man. What you got? Well, my definite what the fuck was uh, because I kept saying it over and over and over again, replaying it just to see if I heard it correctly. It comes from Impact Wrestling. Uh, Tasha Steeles, as you had mentioned earlier, uh, Impact, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as she finished her match with Chelsea Green, she had a real good promo with uh, Hardcore Country herself. Right. And she had said a comment. And it's something that I use quite a few times. And I know we've done an interview with her and I'm, I don't care. I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for claimage of what was said. I just wanted to be known that it was something cool that was said that was used in a promo that really put, put a point across. Okay. She said, quote, and I quote, she said, you're going to find yourself on the wrong side of the street. Like when the lights come on, where they told you, the wrong side of the street you shouldn't be on when the lights come off. I was like, damn, that's some shit. I've, I've always used the saying wrong side of the street. Have I not, fellas? Have I not? Yeah. Now, the only reason why I bring that up and I said, what the F is because there's been many a times y'all have given me shit and rightfully so. Like, brother, why are you using that phrase? That's kind of whack. Stop. But Tasha Steele's used it. But even outside of that, I was just kind of like, wow. Like, okay. So that's what my what the, my what the fuck came out. I just I think I played it back seven times just to see if I heard it correctly because you know I can be a little delusional sometimes. So so you, I wasn't delusional and I heard it. Did you hear it, Impact? I I did hear it, but the first thing that didn't come to my mind was, dang, she took Simon Street's. Uh, of course not. Line. Of course not. Tasha Steels is well on her way, and at the end of the day, I'm not looking for copyright or anything. I'm just happy that somebody said something cool that I said. Oh, okay. That was the same thing that wasn't cool. 
And that's all. All right. DJ, you need another screen for his ego. It's, he's trying to get in. <laughs> well, somebody call CM Punk so I get the same deal he got. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Let me move over to you. Sin City Steve, man. What was your WTF? <clears throat> Thus, uh, Monday Night Raw. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah. And I quote <laughs> from Vince McMahon himself. Telling Austin Theory that if he doesn't beat Finn Balor, that he's going to beat him up. He'll have him dragged into his office, pull out an equalizer, and break every small bone in his body, and then shift to his face. And then he said there will be nothing left of him but blood, snot, and broken teeth. He said he'll then take a selfie and send it to his mom. This coming from the same company, and mind you, the person that said it was the chairman of this company, who just this past week issued a press release saying, if you look at the gory self-mutilation that bloodied several women in the December 31st event on TNT, it quickly becomes clear that these are very different businesses. We had an edgier product in the Attitude Era in the 2022 world, and in the 2022 world, we don't believe that type of dangerous and brutal display is appealing to network partners, sponsors, venues, children, or the general public as a whole. Hmm. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> so you're you're going to condemn the competition and then you're going to cut a promo threatening essentially the same shit. What the fuck? Um, and then obviously, as was mentioned, the uh, the now abandoned trademark for Gunther Stark, who was a uh, he was a Nazi U-boat commander who was sunk in the English Channel in 1944. Mm. Um, so, yeah, good going. At least Walter is going to be going by just simply Gunther going <laughs> forward, I guess. What the fuck? Oh, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Well, my WTF for the week uh, came from Impact Wrestling, which I don't find I don't find most of the time anything, but... You got BTI, of course, before the impact. They had a uh, have, Jordan Grace had a match where she pretty much retained her digital media championship. Then, of course, hits the music of Matt Cordona. Now, I'm thinking Matt Cordona's coming out to maybe say, hey, man, you know, my wife deserves to have a, a challenge against this belt. You know, I give her the opportunity. She's going to take it away from you. But no, Mr. Who just came from a, a three-way battle for the Impact World title, apparently he can't get that title. So he wants to now face Jordan Grace for the digital media title? What the fuck, man? I mean, come on, Matt. Is it that bad? I, I'm beginning to think that Moose is right. It is Matt Mid Cardona. It's it's gotta be worse than Mid Cardona. It's now just giving up Cardona. You gotta go for the digital media title. I don't even understand this. How do you go from <laughs> how do you go? That's almost like in WWE, you go for the the, the WWE championship to the 24-7 title. You just want a belt. You don't care who you gotta be to take it. Doesn't make sense to me. So I'm hoping. Oh, go do ahead. You know who won't? Huh? Do you know who won? I so to be honest with you, I do know who won, but it is it hasn't been shown yet. But hey, yeah. I'm just saying, it just it's absolutely ridiculous. So until it's shown, 
that'll probably once again make my what the fuck <laughs> week <laughs> when that happened. But um, all right, we'll uh, we'll take it from there. All right, let's get right into our next one, the lookout. <laughs> All right, let me kick it off with you, Mr. Simon Street. What you looking out for? Well, I'm definitely on the lookout for this developing story, of which I was not too excited at first, but now things are picking up as we get closer to the Rumble. And that is definitely Sonya Deville and Naomi. I just got to say, there's something about it that when I think about Every time she talk about when I'm I'm your boss, when I got this jacket on, almost every goddamn week when she take that jacket off, I thought she was going to get, get you know, get handled mm-hmm. this week on SmackDown because she had to take the jacket off to put the, 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 the referee shirt on. But it didn't happen. But I am excited for the Rumble when those two, two go at it. I definitely feel that there's more to this match. And, you know, I know my, I might be the only person that may not be interested, may, may be interested in this match, but I really really start to see what Sonya Deville and her character is and her officially coming back or to whatever the capacity is. And it reminds me a lot of what Vince McMahon was doing back in the Attitude Era. Um, we might be looking at if they can develop it right, uh, you know, in the same vein of what Vince McMahon and Stone Cold did. Yes, we know it's maybe a little bit different, obviously, and it's been done many a times <laughs> with other people, but I like it. There's something about it. Yes, I know, Michaels, you don't like it, but you know it's my opinion, and I like it. So I'm going to look out for Sonya Deville and Naomi and how this transpires. That's all I got to say. Paige is interested. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> okay. Let me move right over to you. Let me go over to you, uh, Matt Michaels. I think you're ready to go. Who are you looking out for? Well, um, I definitely don't have the balls enough to compare Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon to Sonya Deville and Naomi. <laughs> that's that's a what the fuck this week. Thank you. <laughs> Does that count for next week? Is what the fuck? It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, and, and you say, I mean, there's a lot to deal with. And Jesus, um, uh, we got to look out for Johnny Knoxville, man. I think that uh, we're seeing that he's going to actually be in the Rumble for a little bit. Uh, this whole idea that he's uh, ballsing up to Sami Zayn and uh, that cattle prod fucking. Uh, <laughs> I love the fact that pro wrestling still uses an over the, <laughs> the fucking whole arena sound of a cattle prod. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's another what the fuck moment but it was it was wonderfully cheesy and fun into that segment right and again johnny knoxville throws uh through sammy so most likely we'll see sammy throw out knoxville and then knoxville will get his revenge and eliminate sammy somehow and uh i think that that match at wrestlemania would be better than the bad bunny match at wrestlemania last year so there you go i think that's what we could see huh johnny knoxville and and uh, Sami Zayn, WrestleMania, and uh, the the loser has to perform uh, a classic jackass stunt, like uh, getting gored by a bull. <laughs> and that would just be wonderful. And then they can have a bullpen right there, and literally just you know yeah. uh, drag like uh, you know 
the guy to the bullpen to get sparred by a bull. I love it. <laughs> Watch it, man. You're getting close to sounding like Vince. Okay. Watch it. <laughs> All right, Sin City. Well, what you looking out for, man? Uh, I'm actually, I've got my eyes out on uh, Serena Deeb. Mm. Um, I absolutely love the way that they're booking Serena Deeb in yeah. AEW. Um, I think that, you know, it, it's great seeing her develop the way that she has over the years. Um, obviously, she was used in a particular capacity when she worked for WWE as part of the uh, the Straight Edge Society. Um, she continued to put in the work, continued to, you know, bust her ass um, yeah. day in, day out on on the indies. And and now she's she's got the uh, the woman of a thousand and four holds moniker. Um, I really, really want to see where they go uh, with her. Um, I'm thinking that realistically, she could very well be the uh, the first major challenger for uh, for Jade Cargill. Um, obviously, we we all know how that's going to end up, mm -hmm. but I'm hoping that uh, they don't squash her. I hope that it's actually a you know pretty decent match. Um, but yeah, Serena Deeb looked looked phenomenal this week against Sky Blue, um, and then also. Um, something that I've got my eye on is they are truly, uh, you know, they're, they're hyping up this upcoming young bucks and Rapongi vice, um, action that's going to be going on on AEW. Um, for those of you that have not seen any of the matches that they had in new Japan, um, it, you know, it Trent and Rocky, Matt and Nick, they put on, they put on a clinic. And I think that if they're, you know, if they take the gloves off, if they allow them to do everything that they can do in AEW, it's going to steal the show, whatever show it's on. Okay. Good stuff. Oh, and Veer Mahan. Who? What'd Veer Mahan. Oh, Veer. Oh, okay. Okay. He's, st he's still on his way to Raw. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen when he gets there, but... <laughs> His, his, his GPS is a little out of whack. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just thought that he was walking. Could be. Those are all good points. All right. What I'm looking out for is uh, actually two things. The first off, I'm I'm really excited for for Rumble coming up because Mickey James is going to be a part of it, and I just kind of want to see. How this is all going to uh, come out, you know? Will she, um, will they, you know, introduce her as the the knockouts impact title holder? Will she come out with that belt? You know, and, I mean, I'm excited to see how all of that's going to come down. Is she actually going to eliminate somebody, or will she get in and kick her right out? I mean, I'm just really curious to see where it's going to go. Uh, but I'm really excited to really for when her number when she comes out. I'm 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 just going to be staring to see how all this plays out. I think this could be an exciting moment, and hopefully uh, they really thought something really cool to um, you know for her, you know, instead of sitting her stuff in a in a trash bag, you know, something a little better. Well, let's have the Impact Women's title. They could send that back in a trash bag. <laughs> oh my gosh, the disrespect! Man, yeah, that's full disrespect. We got any boo sound effects? I can. Yeah, use? we do. <laughs> I, I got to work on a boo. Um, the other you one, need I to work on a fart sound for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one, you might like this one, Sin City. Um, so Moxley now 
walks back after his match with Ethan Page and runs into Brian, Brian Danielson. So I'm like, come on. You know, the thing about when you watch so much wrestling, you know you, you forget shit. And I have to go, okay, I know these guys fought before, but I got to figure out when. And when, as I was looking, they had a one-on-one match in 2013, back when he, uh, Dean Ambrose was building the Shield. So I was like, God dang, you know, and I looked at the match and it kind of brought some, it was during the whole yes movement. But this actually seemed like this is something there. I'm actually kind of excited to see where this is going to go. So perfect AEW booking. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. They're not the WWE at all. They're a fucking new company. Thank God we needed that. (laughs) Well, you know, they're here to remind us, you know, because I mean, that's it's almost been a decade, you know. All right. Let's get into uh, a new segment. Best in show. Let's get right into it. All right, all right, all right. Let's kick this off. How about you, Sin City, man? Uh, what was your best in show this week? Well, it, it, long story short is uh, the beauty of best in show is that uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a wrestling product. That's right. So uh, all the while, wrestling was great this week, but I've got to say, the last two days of NFL postseason football have been absolutely amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hate to say it, and this is a wrestling podcast, but yeah, NFL postseason football has, uh, has had my eye the most this week. Well, <laughs> you know, um, uh, Grunk has uh, been a part of wrestling, you know, so, the, you know, we can we'll add him to it. And boy, I tell you, I thought that they, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I really thought they was about to fucking come back. I thought they was about oh, to come dude. back. It was about to be a disaster. Um, and I am not even wait, a Rams wait, so, fan. So, so I, are you are you a Rams fan now? <laughs> you know he what? jumps I, all over the as, place. As as was talked about on this show yes. last week. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Rams fan. Okay, that's it. You, but it was good. It, but it was cool to see them win. Ah, yeah. Thank you. All right, mm. <laughs> whatever. You just you got you know everybody who comes at me is just mad because their team is already kicked out, already gone. They just you know. And mine is by the way because we have a team, right? Your team never will because yeah. As soon Dude, as whoever it, wins the Super Bowl, you're like, that was my team. You know what? Yeah. Time. Anyway, I mean, when when you when you can pick out of a list of you know all of the teams. You know, because what are you, Bobby Heenan from the '80s? Now, come on, man! You got to pick a team. You got to pick a team and be happy with them. Oh my God! All right. Sorry, Chris Gale. He already jumped on the KC bandwagon. Now he's jumping on the Rams. He was on the Raiders for a while. We don't know where he's going. I never, I never, I never liked KC. I've always hated the Chiefs. So stop it. Okay. Anyway, you know, while you're talking, why don't you go tell us um, your best in show this week? My best in show was Seth Rollins. Uh, it was mentioned a bit earlier, and I'll take the same statement uh, from from Raw to SmackDown. Um, Seth Rollins, and and we always know that Seth freaking Rollins can go ten all the time. But I think that maybe I can only speak for myself. I kind of forgot amongst you know everybody else getting a little moment to shine and him wearing these colorful jackets and shit like that. Uh, Seth Rollins reminded me, especially on SmackDown with him and uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, mm-hmm. 
he's just amazing. And it made me really look at and get excited for Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins at the Rumble. Uh, yeah, a lot of people will probably say there's no way he's taking the belt off for Roman. And I'll leave that to the imagination of people as we get closer to that match. But it's going to be a fun match to watch nonetheless. And I know that they're very familiar with each other. Uh, and it's just going to be a good match. So it's good for all of us fans. And so, so far, like I said, Seth freaking Rollins uh, got me interested in a match that I probably wouldn't give two shits about. Okay. Let me go over to you, Matt Michaels, your best in show. I got to say, best in show this week in terms of the uh, the best wrestling show out there was NXT. Hands down, way better than the shitty crap uh, presented on uh, other channels on <laughs> Wednesdays or Friday nights. Um, I mean, if I was watching it right now, it'd be GCW, but, uh, you know, having not seen it right now, but I know that that I would probably be really disappointed in because it's just using all of AEW's talent. So those guys <laughs> deserve to be in GCW. So it's uh, it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful to see how well uh, things are coming along in this industry right now. Um, but NXT is just, uh, you know, again, that Walter match was uh, so strong that um, you really just uh, kind of felt uh, – just anything else out there this week wouldn't compare to it. It was great. All right. All right. I guess mine would be just kind of jump into the themes of, um, of something that is wrestling related that was promoted during SmackDown would be the WWE 2K22 video game. I'm actually uh, excited to see what this is about. Um, <laughs> this is about shortest roster ever. <laughs> I'm wondering. I wonder that's, that's if you, I wonder when you yeah, when you play uh, like the the GM mode. Do you have to accept when there is a bunch of uh, let goes? <laughs> no, you have to be no, the one no. to fire them. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, that's gonna be great because I'm gonna have a whole list. I'm only gonna have like right. two or three people on my uh, company. Impact, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be lots of people who are streaming this just for the GMO, just so they can do their own list of people they're going to be letting go. I guarantee it. You mark my words. Well, I'm excited to see it. Glad to see it's back out. And um, and I actually have the next-gen consoles, so I'm good. <laughs> As do I, brother. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, man. Shout out to everybody hanging out with us. All the comments are uh, are coming in. I see, and we thank man Jay, Chris, um, who else I'm missing? Sean, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, this is our wrestling talk. We're about to jump into three count. That is going to um, happen in a few minutes, but we appreciate you. We hope you like the new format. You know, if you're watching us live, you see that we are. We have a different little setup, and we have all type of things we can play around with. I'm going to start working on the sound effects soon, you guys, you know. Um, let me see. if this the, Is this clapping hands? This... Ah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. It see? feels like I'm on an episode of SmackDown now. <laughs> Usually I have one that says, are you ready? You just have that. Dude, that you know what? They, they really do need to lower Change the that. tracks on 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 both WWE and SmackDown's audio tracks. They've got to lower that shit. It's horrible. And I don't know why nobody's not saying anything. 
<laughs> but I'm anyways. shocked as shit that you did. Whatever. I, 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 I'll call it out when I see it, too. All right. I'm so. proud of you. <laughs> so One step at a time, Impact. One step at a time. Whatever. Anyway, everybody, thanks, uh, thanks for hanging out. And, um, oh, by the way, we have a release coming out this Friday. Nikita Knight and Cole Carter. So it's going to be an awesome interview that's going to be released this Friday. Make sure you uh, you download that and take a listen. You're going to learn a lot of things. And if you don't know who they are, it's a good time to start Googling them so you can get to know. That's the reason he just said that is because he doesn't know who they are, and he has to start Googling them. There you go. <laughs> is there another? Or you can just do yourself a favor and what's listen an, to the interview what's another and find out. Fact I can I don't know. I what, that's did I just one. kill someone? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I felt like I wanted to do to you, man, for, you know, Ooh, trying to call me out. Getting violent. <laughs> um, yeah, so don't forget that. And then, of course, we always have the DeFalco Files, which are released uh, every Wednesday, too. All right, you guys. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We will see you next week for Wrestling Talk. Until then, peace. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.